morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness, Freeman Mazda slash Hyundai, and Work the Poor. Streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Stage is set, y'all. It's set. You just gotta want to see it. And we're going to decipher all of that here in a second. What I'm talking about is Stephen Jones. Stephen, is it Jerry Stephen Jones, actually? I think it's his first name. Had a bunch to say. A whole bunch to say. At the Combine. We're going to break that down. Uh, he also mentioned there were two franchise, I'm sorry, there were a franchise tag window that's still open. So I'm going to give you two candidates. If it's truly open, which I doubt it. But anyway, we'll talk about it because he didn't close that door. So we'll talk about that. Break down his impromptu interview at the Combine. And I got an exciting new partnership we want to talk about here later on in the show. I kind of talked about it at the top of it, but we'll get into uh, their read later. So stick around for that. Good morning, Cowboys Nation. I am Will Skywalker still. If you don't know who I am... Where I am. Uh, follow me on Twitter as well as A to Z Sports uh, Dallas on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things. We're dropping content all the time. A to Z Sports Dallas.com as well. Just dropped yesterday. We did Daxton Hill. Uh, if you guys weren't around a few weeks ago, we talked about dropping a spotlight, NFL draft spotlight each week. Uh, we'll start ramping that thing up a little bit, especially since it's combine. And yesterday was Daxton Hill, the safety slash defensive back. Or Michigan. So uh, check that thing out if you can. We got some shout outs in the building. Chase Washington, Sadiqa Charles, Ian K, Amanda Brown. How you doing, Anthony Moore? Tom Downey, Burner account. What's up, brother? S to B. Ready Red. What's going on, Ready? It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. Frankie Franchise, Chris Dantzler, Captain America. What's up? Jose. What's going on, Jose? Uh, I thought I saw my mans in here. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. Will Anthony in here, Roberto Ramirez, uh, TC915. There he goes, Cowboys fans only. My guy, Jay Tuck. Appreciate you, brother. Hook me up for WrestleMania. I, I'm so, man, you know how excited I am for that? You don't even know. You, 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 you mean, look, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, who else we got in here on Facebook? Calvin Jefferson. We got Stage, James Buff. And over on Facebook, we got Twan. We have Fred Sneed, Ali in the building, Sunshine Janae, CJ Richards, Oscar, Oscar Sullivan, Jason Ted, Tanja says, please keep Amari, DA Lee in the building, Pops in the building, I just saw a sneak down there. Uh, Stevie Mac, the mod guy, he pops in and out. Professor Olo, he's here holding it down. Professor Olo, the mod guy, so appreciate you for being here. Peter, I see you. Robert, I see you. Now, funny how things work out, huh? Yesterday, we did the show. Uh, about Stephen Jones discussing, not even discussing, preparing you guys, right? I said yesterday when we talked about the cap and gymnastics and, 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 and doing all these loops and whatnot. I said, don't let Stephen Jones come out here. I didn't know he was going to do an interview, but I just was saying at some point he's going to come out here and he's going to start talking about the cap. And he's going to start talking about uh, pie again and, and having to do all these things. We laid the real foundation to how the Dallas Cowboys can get cap, keep their players, and remain competitive in the free agency market if they want. 
or bring back their own guys, which Stephen Jones talks about. But, you know, <laughs> he says that, but he really doesn't mean it. Uh, but, yeah, so if you missed that show yesterday, go check that show out. It is it's nuts how it happened. We talk about keeping Amar, keeping D-Law, keeping this person, that person, restructuring, creating all this cap space, and he comes out later that day and does an interview. We're going to break it all down, but I uh, just find it very uh, ironic that that happened. So make sure y'all check it out. Um, before we do that, though, we got to jump into the roundup. Now, the roundup is mostly about Steven, but the first part of it kind of harkens back to what we talked about yesterday at the cornerback position. Okay, there's a source out there so uh, that has something to say about it. So let's go ahead and jump into the roundup so you guys know what I'm talking about here. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Time for the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. A solution for your fitness goals. Strive for progress, not perfection. Fitness goals are not accomplished with one workout. Progress towards your goals with Texas Family Fitness. Make sure you check out Texas Family Fitness at any of the nine locations or TexasFamilyFitness.com. So yesterday when we did our six moves for the Cowboys to get under the cap, be comfortable under the cap, and keep their best players, we talked about A.B. He wasn't a part of the moves. But um, at the cornerback spot, if you guys remember, I said I, I just wouldn't touch it. There's just really no need to. Uh, you save $5 million on the cut, but what are you really, really going to do with that $5 million when we just made all these moves to create $50 million in cap? Well, according to sources from SI.com, or a source, make sure I get that right, Anthony Brown could be cut, a cap casualty, and re-signed as Kelvin Joseph's backup. Now, <laughs> I find that a little bit hard to believe, the, the second part, the latter there, the former maybe. You know, that wouldn't be hard to believe. But here's the quote, Possib- possibility as a cap casualty while also indicating that the team might circle back an attempt to re-sign him after his release. End quote. Uh, we just said it. A release would save about $5 million in cap space and just create $1.5 million in dead money. I mean, I'll ask the question again. I asked him yesterday. Cut Anthony Brown? Yes or no, Cowboys Nation? I was saying no because I just didn't see the reason to do so. Uh, you go into the seat, to the offseason, you have a stacked cornerback room. With bodies, if you want to, if you don't want to call it stack, that's fine. But I feel like they have a competitive cornerback room, and just keep it intact. May the best man win. Make Kelvin Joseph earn it. You know what I mean? Like I believe Kelvin Joseph will get the cornerback two spot. I truly do. But at least to make him go earn it. This is a guy that's only played like 15 games in college. He only played like three games in 2021. Why are we handing him the keys? You made Trayvon Diggs have to go get it. He didn't start off as a starter until injuries started to creep up and bad play and whatnot. Make Kelvin earn it. And if I'm Anthony Brown, why the hell would I want to come back to Dallas to be the backup to the guy you cut me for? What? 
So, no, uh, I'm not cutting him. But if they do, if I'm A.B., I'd go elsewhere. You know, I'd go I'd go be Morris Claiborne. You know, we got on Mo a lot down here. He went and got himself a ring. He didn't care how it happened. He got a ring, and he was a participant in that ring. I'm not saying Anthony Brown is going to go be Mo. I'm just saying I'd, I'd go try to go to a contender. So I think it's silly, man. Just just let him be. If you want to cut him, you can still cut him later, right? If your cornerback room, if if Nashawn Wright just starts balling out, right? Kelvin Joseph just snatches CB2. Hell, Reggie Robinson comes off the IR and he becomes something. Then, yeah, then you cut him. Just don't see the need to do it right now. Uh, you guys, I would imagine it's a mixed a mix bag here. No? No. A lot of people are saying no. AB says no, absolutely not. No, let him finish out his contract. That's what I was thinking. Uh, no, that's stupid. No, I'm actually surprised. In a, in a way, I'm not. I want to disrespect y'all because the fans here on this channel, you're very smart. <laughs> but there are people out there that say, get rid of this guy. Get... For why? You know, for who? For what? <laughs> you know what that would do if I was a free agent, or if I was a player of the Cowboys? It would tell me. Damn, you mean to tell me I could have the best season of my life? And y'all will cut me? Come on, man. Who's the source? I'm just playing. They ain't going to tell us. All right. Let's get to the next part here, which is the meat and potatoes of this thing. I'm going to have a ton of quotes, some tweets. I'll play some audio. But I want to start off with this one because I thought this was the most comical. Quote coming out of Stephen Jones' interview down at the Combine or up at the Combine, depending where you're at. Stephen Jones says he's out on being all in like the Rams. Don't got to be just like him. But here's what he said. We could do some things that would allow us to keep most of our guys if we wanted to, if we wanted to push it all out. But then we'd have a bigger problem next year and the year after. See, Cowboys Nation, therein lies the problem. When you're president, general manager, vice president, and the right-hand man decision maker, when they all have the ultimate job security, there's no pressure. There's no pressure for the present. There's only profits for the future. And that's how they operate. You should have saw, I'm not going to play the entire interview because I'm just not going to do that, but you should have saw his demeanor when they asked him about the Rams. Uh, you know, they, this is what he said. And then they joke. Well, you know, they, they did some good things this year. Uh, you know, they won a Super Bowl. Excuse me. They did some good things this year. They won the whole damn thing by doing the exact opposite of what you do by having some cojones. Right. You, you go watch the no, don't watch it. I'm not gonna make y'all waste y'all time. Just take me for my word. His demeanor was awful. Uh, he just it was so nonchalant. Yeah, yeah, no, they did some good things. Yeah, whatever. There's no pressure for the present, only profits for the future. That is how Stephen and, and, and Jerry and maybe it's mostly Stephen. Whatever, doesn't matter. That's how the Joneses operate. Do you think there weren't there wasn't any pressure for Les Snead? There wasn't any pressure for Howie Roseman. Uh, 
It's a pack. Brian Gunkus, the, the, the Packers general manager, John Lynch. Brett Veach, the Chiefs general manager. Do you think there's no pressure for these guys? All those guys, except maybe uh, John Lynch. No, not maybe. Except John Lynch had to earn being general manager, had to earn being the decision maker. It wasn't handed to them because of daddy. So there's pressure to keep that title. It's pressure to keep that responsibility, to keep their job. No pressure with Steven, man. So that's why he can say, oh, you know, it'll create a much bigger problem in the future, next year and the next year, because that's what he looks at. If there was a true GM, they listen, they may they may be peeking into next year, but damn it, their job is to get to the Super Bowl now. It's to produce now because there may not be a next year. And and Steven, you know, that quote right there just pretty much sums up the Dallas Cowboys front office. For those who are new around here. So there's a lot of things, man. You know, I Steven sometimes should shut up. I, w- I was I was thinking that yesterday as these, these tweets were dropping, uh, and then I went and saw the audio. I'm like, man, the, the arrogance, because he can have it, right? He can have that arrogance. <laughs> but when you listen to him talk, if this was a Will McClay, right, if he was the true general manager who could be fired, I highly doubt he'd be talking like that. I highly doubt he'd be talking like that. Appreciate y'all for for dealing with my soliloquy right there, man. It's just it's just stunning, you know, when I hear this man talk like this. And there's a lot of things we're going to get to. There's some tweets we'll get to, um, and then there's some audio I want to play in regards to the Mari Cooper situation too. So we'll, we'll we'll dive into all of that. But before we do that and we get to the quotes, I want to remind you guys about our Freeman Mazda ride of the week this week, which is the 2022 Mazda three. Luxury type of vehicle with an affordable price. And it has a ton of great features that I use in my Mazda vehicle. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, uh, blind spot monitoring, backup camera, keyless entry, all of that. And uh, one of my favorites, without a doubt, is the blind spot monitoring. I'm telling you, if you're looking to get your kid a new car or, or, or your daughter or son or nephew, whatever, make sure it has that in the vehicle. Especially if you live in Dallas. I'm just keeping it at a bean. Y'all can't drive down here. I, <laughs> I need to know where y'all at down here in Dallas. I don't even see police out here on the regular streets. I only see the police on the highways. So get you a Mazda 3 with the blind spot monitoring so, monitoring so you know where these crazy drivers are. Okay. For more details, head over to FreemanMazda.net. All right. Let's get into some of these quotes. And the first one is about free. I'm sorry. That's, this is not the one I want to have up here. Not, not right now. The first one I actually want to have up is the free agency one. So let me bring that up. If I can find it. Boom. There we go. Cowboys free agency plans are not changing per Stephen Jones, right? For money, this is what he said. From a money standpoint, I'm looking into a crystal ball right now. I see most of our money in free agency going to our current players. That may change. We may come across a value on a player that is just one we can't, uh, we've can't. we got to take. Essentially, we can't get away. Th- there isn't a such thing. I, we, 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 no, I showed you guys, if I could bring it up here, 
Uh, let me see here. There really isn't truly a a value that <clears throat> we can't just let it get away. Let me show you. Let me show you. Here are the Cowboys free agent signings over the last six seasons. Find me one of those dudes that ah, just can't get away. There isn't one. There isn't one, right? So this is what I mean by don't let Stephen Jones fool you. See right through it. Call his ass out. There's going to be more Alfred Morris's and and, and Carrie Hyder's and Daryl Worley's. You know, we hit this year. Salute to J. Ron, Demonte, Malik, Carlos, Terrell Bat. We hit. We hit. That entire list, except for the real passion or free agents, though. So don't expect to do anything crazy. Uh, he's laying it out there. The writing is on the wall. Hence the title of today's show, in a way. Right? And this is this is a tweet that came across my replies. And I thought this was a fantastic tweet by Wes Taylor. He replied to one of my tweets. He said, how are you frugal in free agency? And then complain you can't retain your own talent because the whole logic of being frugal and free agency was to keep your guys you want to on your team the logic doesn't add up it doesn't it doesn't and it 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 really makes you wonder you know not even really wonder what is the true goal Because this snip, snap, snip, snap, you're out here. And it's not like it's just all talk. His actions (laughs) back up what he's saying. He's not, he's not moving in silence. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Salute to Lil Wayne. But he's not doing that. And that's, that's always a problem to me with this front office. Right, they they never shut the hell up. Jerry likes to go on the radio. Steven likes to go on. Sometimes they'll even tell on themselves with, with game plans, and you can hear it um, with Mike McCarthy. McCarthy will sit there at, at the press conference, and McCarthy will say, "The hell are y'all doing? I'm not about to talk about game plan today." So sometimes they just need to shut up. They just need to shut up. What y'all got to say over here, man? Just Blaze, you can't imagine the size of the check out of right to get Jerry out of here. <laughs> I love to play on words there. Because Jerry says, you can't imagine the size of the check out of right to get a Super Bowl. I don't ever let you all know how I feel about Jerry. I don't like to really listen to too much of what he says. But Steven really lays it out there. He really lays it out there. But uh, yeah, absolutely amazing tweet. Amazing reply. Because it's tomfoolery, Tom Downey Burner account. It's tomfoolery. Don't let them fool you. By the way, if you do want to call into the show, my apologies, for I forgot to put the phone line down there. Uh, the phone line, 351 351-999-3787. 351-999-3787. I want to get to this next tweet, and uh, it was about, well, not just a tweet, but his next quote, which was about Zeke Elliott. We had a, a big conversation on Zeke yesterday, and this was his quote. 
Stephen Jones on Ezekiel Elliott. I want that guy on my team. You talk about playing through some injuries. He's a competitor. I think he's a damn good running back. Here's the funny part. Obviously, his money is guaranteed. He's going to be here. There's no question. We're fortunate to have him. I found that one comical because even when complimenting a player, which I think is false compliments, I mean, it's true in the sense of you love Zeke, he's a competitor, things like that. Even in complimenting a player, this man brings up cap. He brings up money. And I think the only reason why he's even doing that is because he knows he can get, he can't do anything with Zeke. Like, you gain nothing by moving on from Zeke. You're not getting a trade for Ezekiel. No one's trading for that contract. You're not cutting Zeke because you get nothing from it. So, of course, you got to come out here and say these things. But what I find funny is he pretty much guaranteed that Ezekiel is going to be on this team. Right? And I I want the the way they could have set this up real well, but they didn't know he would respond like this. They did it backwards. They talked about Coop and D-Law first. I would have set them. I would have set his ass up. I would have asked him about Ezekiel Elliott like they did towards the end of that interview and then followed it up with, oh, okay, well, we got an answer on Zeke. What about XYZ? And we'll get to XYZ here in a second. We'll get to him here in a second. Keith Howard says, why do we need so much money when we don't sign any great free agents? Keith, I, I, I've, I've been saying that for years. It's it's tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. So, this is why I would have set his ass up. He says Zeke is here. But then they ask him, not even then, before that they asked him about Amari Cooper and they asked him about uh, Demarcus Lawrence. And this is what he had to say. Flat out. And, and, and Dave Hellman's right. He was asked bluntly by John Machota. If Coop is going to be on this roster, Stephen Jones says it's too early to address that. He had a similar comment about Demarcus Lawrence, lots of moving parts. And Stephen knows that the guy, uh, that the guys that make the most money get scrutinized. First of all, see, Stephen was trying to say, go, if you want to watch the interview just for a laugh, go watch it. Stephen was doing one of those tactics where I'm going to make you look over here while I say this. Nobody asked you about scrutinizing players with money. The question was, will Amari Cooper be here? Will Demarcus Lawrence be here? It's too early to address that. But we keep it Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I knew we were keeping him, but still, you were adamant about Zeke. I would put Demarcus Lawrence and Amari Cooper on the same level of an Ezekiel Elliott right now. You can throw tomatoes at me if you want, Cowboys Nation. But I think the importance of those two players are at the very least as equal to an Ezekiel Elliott. But we keeping him. Okay. Listen to what he said as well about the targets, which again falls in line with some of the things that, that we've been talking about for, I don't know, since the, the, the entire back half of the season. All right, the whole system thing. Let me pull this up so y'all can listen to, to, to what he had to say. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. Just just take a listen. Back to the decision ahead on Amari, his usage, not just production, but in terms of how often he was targeted, even when he was on the field, it was it was down. Mm-hmm. What do you make of his relative lack of involvement, especially for someone 
you know, who's got the contract of a number one wide receiver? I just think uh, it's an offensive philosophy, and with you know, when we mm. had the, the skilled players that we had, uh, you know, between Kellen and Dak, I think there was a progression of you know where you threw the ball, and depending on how the defense played you, uh, it would point the ball to you know to certain places where hey, if they're going to double over here and they're going to double over the top over here, then that's going to dictate that the ball goes here. So I think it's more of a system deal. It wasn't a thing where we just said, hey, we, we're not going to target a line as much. Well, Is that the right system? system then does that make financial so you're not getting your investment dollars? We go through all that. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to get into individually this stuff, but, yes, all that plays into how we invest. Oh, it does. All that plays into how we invest. Oh, really? If it plays into how you invest, Steven, then change the damn system. (laughs) It's that simple. Sometimes these dudes just need to be quiet. Frustrating, man. Frustrating. All that plays into how we invest. It's the system. But you got people out here that think your quarterback's broken. You got people out here that think your your wide receiver's broken. In reality, your system is essentially broken, which this isn't new. So those that have been here with Sky, those that have been here on A to Z, those that have been listening to other people that have been trying to tell you this. But we act like we got a broken quarterback. We act like we got a, a, a washed wide receiver. We act like C.D. Lamb ain't sh- When Simi told you, I deleted the the, the quote. Simi Fehoko told you, this is more concept-driven than player, right? C.D. Lamb, during the week, told you, the Super Bowl week. Amari Cooper came out as nice as he possibly could. Yeah, we got plays, we just don't run them. Your damn offensive coordinator told you. We're not going to target one one player. Your quarterback told you a few times, but but he was more he was less reluctant to throw anybody under the under the bus. So you know he, he didn't really come out there uh, like some of these other people. And now Stephen Jones is telling you it is our system. What more do you need, Cowboys Nation? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What more do you need to hear? What more if you even if you're not a guy who wants to go break down the all twenty two. Kurt Warner told you. <laughs> Kurt Warner told you. Now, he also showed, obviously, where your cue needs to be better at in certain circumstances as well. But Kurt Warner told you, too. And he has no biases. He doesn't care. Michael Irvin. Troy Aikman. Emmitt Smith. I mean, we can go on and on. A lot of people have come out and talked about said system. And his quote, which got to me. All that plays into how we invest. Well, if that plays into how you invest, you need to change things. You need to change the system so you can get the best out of your investment. Isn't that how business works, right? Because that's how you're operating this thing as a business, right? Because you and your daddy don't operate this thing as a football operation. You operate it as business. I need my safe word. 
microphone ready red in the building. Ready don't ready don't like Coop. You don't like Coop. Hey man. Well, let's just keep it a bing. You, you got about a lot, a lot of these wide receivers are, are quote unquote on the softer side. They, they call divas for a reason. But I do find it ironic you call him soft when he plays through a ton of injuries throughout his career. So that's that's the irony in that. Maybe you're speaking mentally, right? Maybe you're talking about mentally he's soft. I, I don't know. Quiet kids always get the soft tag, but but I I, I would not put that on Coop. I think Coop one of those dudes you don't want to mess with, man. One of those dudes you want to mess with. Uh, and he's not trying to, you know. That's, he's not Des Bryant. He's not going to go out here screaming, yell at his quarterback to get the rock. Screaming, yell, fix this, Rich. That's that's not that's that's not that's not him. I won't call him soft though. But yeah, we do need a little bit more dogs. Uh, Sky, if they cut Coop Indy Law and we regress, what's the excuse then? I mean, I, I find it hard. So I saw a tweet that said, "You remember the the off season when the Cowboys lost Sean Lee." Uh, they cut Demarcus Ware, and then the next year, which was 2014, or that same season, I'm sorry, they went 13 and three, 12 and four, one of those two, um, and had a good season. So yeah, I mean, it's not out the realm of possibility, especially when you look at the division. The division is is awful. Um, it, the Cowboys have the best quarterback by far in the division, by far. The, the Giants, matter of a fact, did not re up. Daniel Jones, fifth-year option, and it's Daniel Jones. I don't think he's a good quarterback anyway, but they did get Brian DeBall. Maybe, you know, he helps him in, in a way that he did for Josh Allen. Who knows? Jalen Hurts, they don't even want him there. What the hell is going on in Washington? Who knows? So you technically should win this division looking at things today. That can change. You get injuries. People lose to Marcus Lawrence. You could lose, lose to Mark Cooper, things like that. But even losing Amari, losing to Marcus Lawrence, the division's still not good. So I could see you still winning the division. But I'm beyond that. I'm beyond that. I, I want to I do more than just win the division. I want to have postseason success. Um, and depending on how the rest of the NFC lines up, give me my dogs when we go into these games. I don't want pups. Give me my dogs. And Coop is a dog. D-Law's a dog in the sense of Talent. I know you're probably way you saw. I get it. I'm talking about the sense of talent. Give my horses. Uh, Mike says thanks for the show. Sky helps with my 6 a.m. commute here in San Jose. Appreciate you, Mike. Uh, I appreciate all you guys over in the West Coast. Y'all get up at six to tune in to me. That's that's love. I appreciate it. Appreciate y'all on the East Coast too. Midwest, Central, all of y'all. It's early regardless. It's either, it's either 6 or it's 9. So I appreciate y'all being here this morning, man. Jamion said they program Cowboys fans winning the division is something because postseason success they don't care about. They probably did program us, man. I've never bought – I don't who buys these shirts? But I've never bought NFC East division champion hat. I never understood that. But they pushed the hell out of that, don't they? You got the videos and all that. That's cool. I get it. But again, I'm not being fooled. Even if they do win the division, and that's the problem. That's something that I said at the end of the season, that the Cowboys lost their their greatest currency, which is hope. And no matter what they do in the regular season, unfortunately, there's going to be a large amount of the fan base that says, whatever, what are you doing in the postseason? They can go 17-0, 6, whatever it is, 17-0. It won't matter. What are you doing 
in January and if hopefully February. And I don't even blame y'all. You want to enjoy the ride. And I saw that a lot. I saw a lot of Cowboys fans fighting it this year with that, right? Trying to enjoy the ride, but seeing the cracks, seeing the kinks and having to deal with that. That was tough, especially at the end. It got tough for me because I I knew we had the talent. I knew it was there, but something just the, the switch went off on the back end of the season. It went off. So I see you guys are naming a bunch of different players, DJ Shark, things like that, uh, in free agency. Maybe one day, it, when they do decide what they want to do with Amari Cooper, we'll talk about the real free agents. We did bring up Cedric Wilson-type replacements, but we, we did not dive into the Amari Cooper-type replacements. But, and I don't even think I have it up here. Uh, let me find it for y'all. Don't go into free agency thinking that anything is going to happen from a wide receiver standpoint. For those that was on the sh- that, that have been following the show over the weeks and months, you guys have already seen this, but I do want to bring this up for those who have not seen it. You know, you bring up DJ Shark and things like that and, and I want to show you this list. <laughs> These are the wide receivers signed by the Dallas Cowboys from 2016 to 2021. Randall Cobb, Tavon Austin, Allen Hearns, Deontay Thompson, Bryce Butler, Devin Smith, and, and there was others, Ventrell Bryants and things like that. These guys are low, low-level free agents. Don't expect an Amari Cooper replacement in free agency, Cowboys Nation. If it happens, I'll come on here and say I was dead wrong. But but I'm just going off of the evidence that I've seen over the last six years. They don't do that. But what they will do is they'll address it in, in, in the draft. And me and Professor O were having this conversation yesterday. Traylon Burks, things like that. Uh, the Ohio State wide receiver. If these guys are there at 24 and you cut Amari Cooper, you've backed yourself into the corner. And that's something we talked about yesterday. The Cowboys have an opportunity not to back themselves to a corner at 24. You get rid of Coop. I mean, how, how in a league where you need multiple wide receivers, how does that not shoot up the, up the draft board? Right now, it's not. Right now, Mark Cooper, C.D. Lamb, I'm good. I don't need to go get me an X or a Z, a starting wide receiver, at least in the first day or two. You get rid of Coop. That goes up. If it ain't number one, it's damn sure is right up there with it. So why, why back yourself in a corner on purpose? I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, if you get rid of Coop, Traylon Burks, absolutely ready, ready. <laughs> but I told, I told Professor O yesterday, if this man is there at 24, and like Vach does say a lot, people, teams can't draft, what the hell are teams doing? This man is... It didn't make sense. Six three, I think he stands at something like two thirty, and he's supposed to run something like a four three. Hold tight, seven five seven. My apologies, I should have muted you. Hold tight. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Juju. <sighs> Juju gonna want more than eight million, right? Like I, I'd imagine he's gonna want more than eight. 
think he got a one-year, $8 million deal. I just showed you guys the graphic. The last Dallas Cowboys player that got more than $5 million was Alan Hearns at $6 million. Now, the cap is different, but Stephen Jones doesn't operate like that. Stephen Jones operates as if the cap is still the cap from 2011. <laughs> That's how he operates. So, would you be willing to play Juju Smith-Schuster 10, 11, 12 million? I, 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 if I'm going to do that, I might as well go get me a bona fide stud. You know, you know who I would like if we if we want to go down this path. And I'll say this real quick. I'll let y'all, you know, marinate with this one. If we're going to go pay a receiver in free agency, which would be absolutely stupid, because you have them, whatever. I would love Mike Williams. I would love Mike Williams. Uh, I've always been a fan of Mike. He was an injury-prone guy earlier on in his career, started to get a little bit more healthier. Huge, 6'5", fast dude, amazing hands, amazing jump ability. And he basically levels up a Michael Gallup type. Like, I said this to, I forget what it was, wide receivers coach we had on the show before. I have Michael Gallup right up there as one of the best jump ball guys. The other name that I put up, the other name I said, well, I got to say this name was Mike Williams. Don't know too many wide receivers that are better at the jump ball than Mike. So I would love him. I mean, we're just talking as a fan here. I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I really, really love Mike Williams. You got you get Mike, you get CD, and then you go draft yourself a Sky Moore or something, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Let's, let's, let's boogie. Let's move forward. All right. All right, let's get into... 757 on the phone line, and then when we come out of that, uh, we'll jump into two of my candidates for the potential franchise tag, which shouldn't happen, but we'll see. 757, what it is, what it do? Hey, what's up, Scan? How are you doing? I am good, man. Man, the curse of Jerry Jones continues. The curse of Jerry, yeah. Man, let me tell you something. Okay, so we've been dealing with Jerry since he bought the team, right? Let Jimmy go. The shit been going me, downhill ever since. Let me, let me tell you something, bro. I, I think you got me on speaker, and it's kind of background noise. kind of hard to hear you. You know what? I'm driving. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and I cannot I pull over. No, no, no. You're cool. You're cool. Keep... Um, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm sorry about that. All good, brother. Um, Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. But, um. Man, we've been dealing with Jerry Jones, and now what do we have all of the look to? Stephen Jones, where Jerry is out there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, and I've been listening to you, and, and you, you are spot on about how he runs a football team. He don't run it like a football team. He runs it like a business. Yeah. And it is, it is just so discouraging, man. I mean, it's just, man... I tell you something, man. We we are doomed, man. As long as long as we got to deal with the way that he runs this team, we are doomed. And I don't want no damn Juju Smith here, man. What the hell are you gonna go get Juju for when you got Amari right on the damn team? Just restructure his contract like you said yesterday, man. What the hell are they thinking about, man? You know, I don't. You know, listen. I, look, kids are going to do all they. And I say he's a kid, and I'm not being facetious here. But 
the TikTok stuff, the you know, I'm not, I'm good. I don't, I don't, I don't need my guy dancing in the middle of opponents, you know, logos of the field, and I don't need that. We're the Dallas Cowboys. You no. need to do all that extra stuff. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, man, I, I, I hope this thing work out that we can keep Amari and um, D. Long. I'm tell you something, man, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna let you go. Okay. I'm gonna tell you. People, people slept on D Law this year, but when he came back, man, D Law came back with a purpose, man. Yes, he did. We talked about it yesterday, bro. I said, if you think about it, a lot of people will tell you, and, and I get it, it's a fair argument. The defense held up without Demarcus Lawrence. I say it did. But go watch the defense when he came back. It was better. Man. So, uh, yes, I, I'm not trying to get rid of my best players. And I'm going to keep, I told you, I'm going to beat this, this horse into the white meat. I'm not getting rid of the best players. What are you gonna replace him with on the team, man? I mean, you can talk that Basham stuff all you want to. You can talk Basham all you want to. I mean, so you gonna play seventeen games with Basham? See, what they don't realize is, if your answer is Micah Parsons, which it should not be, but if that is your answer, all you're doing is creating a hole to fill a hole you created. You're creating a linebacker hole. To fill the defensive yep. end hole that you created unnecessarily. So, awesome is No, no, I'm just saying. It, I think the decision make the decisions are easier than Stephen will try to let on, and that's why I, I've been telling y'all for the last couple of days, months, weeks, years, whatever. Don't be fooled. Yeah, Parsons is best at linebacker, and and when you can. You know, move him around in the defense. He is not best at just straight defensive end. Don't get it twisted. He was thrust into that position because we needed him. And did he show up? Absolutely. But that is not where he is best. That's not where you would want to put him at on a permanent basis. Don't get it twisted. Not yet. I I wouldn't do it just yet because he's such a, a freak and such an anomaly. There's not too many players that can be elite at two levels of the defense. There, there isn't. Right. Maybe at some point you're going to be backed into a corner to put him at one or the other, but it doesn't need to be now, right? It doesn't. Right. 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 I agree. But man, um, man, I tell you, damn Jones, man. I know, brother. I know. I, I know. Mean, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. But brother, I appreciate you taking my call. I'm gonna let you get back to doing your thing. All right, man. Appreciate the call as always. Hey, be safe out there. All right. I appreciate you. I appreciate my truck drivers, man. Uh, that, that's 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 a tough job right there. Y'all on the road a lot, a lot. Yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't want to create a need by filling in a, a need. If that makes sense, that you created for no reason. Now, I, I I will disagree a little bit with what he said. I mean, he I think he could be a full time edge and, and be fantastic. I just don't see the need to do it um, right now, which is why I tried to lead with maybe at some point, end of his contract, whatever, you, you do look to move him to one or the other permanently. Maybe. But right now, you don't need to do that. You know, he just came into this league and, and took it by storm. And I don't, th- even if you watch him on film, I don't, it's not like it's a, it's a, it's a quarterback. I don't think there's an answer just yet. 
I don't think there is because he only had X amount of snaps r- rushing the passer and was great at it. Uh, X amount of snaps covering and was really, really good at it. A lot of people said he couldn't, but I thought he did really damn good as a cover linebacker uh, once he got his feet up under him. Um, and he, he's only played the linebacker position now for three years. Three. Similar to Trayvon Diggs with the cornerback position. So just allow him to be Micah Parsons, especially with Dan Quinn. And uh, if Dan Quinn moves on, you get a new DC in here, and he say, all right, man, listen, understand you're versatile, but we need you to be this. Then you do that. Then you do that. All right, before I get into this tweet and we start talking about the options as a franchise tag, and I'm really struggling with this one because I don't think they need to use it, but he left the door open. I do want to tell you guys about our new sponsor on the show, Worth the Poor. Worth the Poor is a family-owned and operated luxury liquor store located out of the colony in Texas. They've got affordable prices, a wide variety of wine and spirit, beer samples available. It makes your drink choice very, very easy. And for the game day party that won't end, they even offer liquor deliveries to all of Denton County. Don't worry if you live outside of Denton County, you can download their app. You can schedule a delivery or just call Worth the Poor and pass along your zip code and they'll try to schedule a delivery if possible. To make Worth the Poor part of your game day routine, download the Worth the Poor app on your phone and schedule your delivery today. I was at their spot down at the Colony in Texas. Amazing venue. Uh, you'll probably see us there doing an on-site show sooner rather than later. But it is a really, really nice store, a really, really nice spot. Uh, and that's for those who are old enough to know, that was Jay Novacek uh, in the commercial there. So Worth the Poor, man. Make sure you guys check that out at The Colony in Texas or visit worththepoor.com or download the app on your phone. All right. Cowboys Vice President Stephen Jones on possibly using a franchise tag on an impending free agent. This is what he said. We haven't ruled it out. That's been in the strategy meetings. Jones did not specify candidates, although defensive end Randy Gregory and tight end Dalton Schultz could draw consideration. I'm going to disagree on half of that at the, at the end there with uh, Michael Gelkin. Does fantastic work, by the way. But I'm going to disagree with a little bit of that at the end. I kind of put this to bed. I thought there was going to be no franchise tag consideration or options or leaving the door open, any of that. Um, about... Last week, when we talked about the window opening up, I said, Cowboys, I want to do that. Well, the fact that it's being talked about in strategy meetings means the door is open. It shouldn't be, but it's open. Whatever. Uh, let's take a look. If I can pull it up here. Yep, here we go. Let's take a look at the projected franchise tag and transition tag tenders via over the cap. Now, these aren't exact numbers. These are just projected. So they, these are liable to change. Go up, go down. And one of the names he talked about was DeMar- DeMarcus, Randy Gregory. And, and we said an emphatic no when we talked about this. But the franchise tag for a defensive end is $20 million. Transition 16, that's something to talk about there. Transition is different from franchise. Transition, other teams have the option to match. Or you have the option to match, I'm sorry. Franchise tag at $20 million for for Randy Gregory, I I said it before and I'll say it again, I am a no. 
and I'm pretty sure most of you guys are Cowboys Nation, right? That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> That'll be a no. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I don't want to have to pay two of my defense ends twenty some million. I think there's a way to still get Randy Gregory on a lucrative deal for himself without having to cross that twenty million dollar threshold. So I, I actually rule out Randy Gregory as a defensive. I'm sorry, as a, tra- a franchise tag option. Hell, I, transition maybe. But I'm going to tell you why I'd use that elsewhere. Let's keep going. He talked about Dalton Schultz as a franchise tag option. Now, I said I'm going to give you two options. I will include Dalton Schultz as one. Probably like, Sky, I thought you ruled that out last week. I did because I thought the door was shut. According to Stephen Jones, the door is not shut. This is something they talk about in strategy meetings. So who could they possibly be talking about in these strategy meetings? I think two players. I think Dalton Schultz is one. Does that does that mean I would do it? No. But look at the look at the franchise tag projection. Ten million dollars and nine million dollars for the transition tag. If you guys actually looked at his projection, his projected market value, it's at twelve million. And we know this is a penny pinching organization. Or at least they want to be until they get railroaded because they wait too long. So if they look at, they could potentially look at Dalton Schultz and say, they've got, they've got agents, right? They've got, they've got teams. They got sources across the league. Yeah, man. Teams are, teams are willing to pay Dalton 12, 13, $14 million. Man. And, and Steven can say, well, we can get him for one more year at 10. Let's discuss it. So while I wouldn't do Dalton Schultz, because I told you guys there are other options you can get for cheaper. I do think, one of the two players that should be talked about in there would be Dalton. I would not do it though, Cowboys Nation. Would you guys franchise tag a Dalton Schultz at ten point eight million dollars for the year? I think I can. I think I can get away with not having them here and be fine. And be fine. Seriously. See what you guys got to say. Uh, Schultz can go. Let Dalton Schultz walk. No, not at all. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Hell no. Tag. He's Dak safety net. But he's. I mean, <laughs> trying not to talk down on him. He's a safety net, but I mean, if it, I'm, I'm not paying eleven million dollars for a safety net. I'd rather do that for a difference maker, right? I can draft, or I'm sorry, I could sign OJ Howard for $4 million to be a safety net. Sean McKean could be a safety net. Draft a guy to be a safety net. When it's time to buck up, I need you to be a difference maker, a playmaker. And again, this is not a knock on him, but I said it a million times, and I'm going to keep saying it a million times. He's a product of his environment. Absolutely let him go. What about Jarwin? <laughs> funny about Jarwin uh, I, I'm Jarwin I want to keep around but but I have to be real with about Blake Jarwin two years in a row he's been hurt guy I've got to come to that conclusion it's a possibility they do something and if they don't I've got to come to that conclusion that he's not your tight end one moving forward so without Schultz you still address the tight end position via draft or via free agency and I think I can do that and replace him adequately I do 
Now, the other player that I think needs to be discussed that I don't know if they are doing it, but I would, is J. Ron Curse. A safety franchise tag sits at $13 million. Now, you might say, Scott, whoa, wait a minute. His projected value per PFF was $15 million. What are you doing? I've got my reasons, yo. I've got my reasons. Transition tag. Let me let me pull that one back up to make sure I got this right. Transition tag for safeties is eleven point two. That's that's the one I would go. But nonetheless, eleven to thirteen million dollars for one year on J. Ron. You might be screaming, "Whoa, slow down, partner! It's too much." Look at this contract projection from one PFF. Three years, fifteen million dollars, eight million guaranteed. Why the hell would you tag him? The reason why I would look to tag him if he's or have it in the conversation. Is because we're a cheap organization that doesn't value the safety position in the draft. Cheap in regards to assets, right? And, and money for keeping it in being. But is it fair to say that Javon Curse had the best year at safety for the Dallas Cowboys since what? Gerald Sensenball? Had like a five interception season or something like that. Maybe, maybe Barry Church's breakout year in 2013. And he's not an old guy. And he means more to your franchise than a normal safety would be. And Barry even said, he said, I've never come across in my career a safety who was the green dot guy. That adds value to me because it allows you to do things with Micah. And I don't think you could just, oh, well, J-Ron did it. Let's give it to Donovan Wilson. It ain't that simple. So I, I'm probably overvaluing him. I'm doing what I what we talk about a lot, like Cowboys fans always overvalue their, their players. I, I'm guilty of it. I'll do that. I will put J-Ron on a different pedestal because of what he does for this team, his versatility. I talked about him being the second most versatile player on this team behind Micah Parsons. Do I want to let that go to try to find another J Ron curse, right? What I mean is a guy that can come in here and do what he did in free agency for the cheap and keep doing it and doing it and doing it. You know, keep doing it. No, I don't want to keep doing that. So for me, I'm prioritizing J Ron, y'all. I'm prioritizing I don't know if Catboy is going to do it. By the way, we, we we got a new we got a new a new song for Catboy. It's not new for y'all, but Catboy, Catboy, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you, Catboy, Catboy? Catboy might not like it, but with J Rod, I'm tagging him. You're coming back, Playboy. I'm not letting you go because I got a feeling he gonna hit that open market. One team. It just take one team. <laughs> Cowboy ain't gonna like it, but I don't care. What's that, Cowboy? What's that? Oh, I thought so. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. So, would y'all franchise tag or transition tag J. Ron Curse? I don't blame y'all if y'all say no. That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money. I just want to make sure that he's here. 
I want to make sure that I don't lose a guy that that I view personally, Skywalker still, as one of the most important defensive players that I can remember in the Dak Zeke era. Uh, Big Star says, nah, so too much money. Transition tag. Transition tag is $11 million. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I, I, I just don't want to see him walk out the door. I don't trust this organization to replace J-Ron Curse. It's not going to happen in the draft. In the top three rounds, I know we featured Daxton Hill. Dax Hill from Michigan. Make sure y'all check that out when the show's over here. Um, I think he has potential to be a very good free safety a kind of a move around guy too, right? Uh, Petrie's another one. I'll sell the farm for Kyle Ham- Kyle Hamilton. I'm selling the farm, um, but no, there's they're not going to do that. They're not going to to take a safety in the top two round, probably not even the top three rounds. So, how do I make sure I stay? I remain good at that position. You bring back Jay Ronkers. Yeah, you don't get no respect from me, Steve. What? Let me ask you a question, Stephen White. Because it sounds like you are pro Stephen Jones. What can I really give him? And we're we're just we're just going off the cuff here, Cowboys Nation, as we wrap up the show. What can we talk about Stephen Jones in a, in a, in, a, in a good way? Like what is what is the positive things? That's not right, right? I come on here and I bash him all the time. But what are the good things Stephen Jones did, or, or is doing? Oh, he signed Dak Prescott, but I could find holes in that. He even said the biggest regret he made was not signing him early. So ain't that. Well, he signed DeMarcus Lawrence. Oh, he tagged him twice. DeMarcus Lawrence had to hold him over a barrel, and, and he got held. You know what I mean? He got took to the woodshed with that contract because he didn't want to extend him, which was stupid. Um, what's my, Oh, he traded for Mark Cooper after being backed into a corner. And then he wants to cut him two years into his contract and blame him. All right, well, what else does Steven Jones do? Well, he drafted Steven, ain't draft a goddamn thing. So I'm not even putting anything in regards to drafting with this guy. So I'm just trying to help me find where Steven Jones is doing these positive things for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm really trying, man. Uh, okay, ain't done nothing. Uh, he built a team that can compete. Damn, Stephen White. Brother, I try to don't be fooled, man. You're buying it. You're buying it. You're buying it. It is okay to say that, but it's not okay to think that is all there is. We've been competing for 26 years. At what point do you say that ain't enough? That ain't enough. I'm still trying to find what Stephen Jones has done. And and this this think about this for a second. Did he really build this team? You backed into the to, to, to Dak Prescott, first of all. You backed into him. Y'all was about to take Paxton Lynch, then Cook. <laughs> Y'all wanted to go get Nick Foles. You didn't believe in this guy. You backed into Dak. I'm, I'm really trying to. You got lucky with Tony. 
I will give more credit to Will McClay before I give more credit to Stephen Jones, man. So please tell me what in the hell is Stephen Jones doing to help your Dallas Cowboys team that you love so much go to the next level to win a Super Bowl? What is he doing? Because I just showed you all these damn tweets from the interview that contradict that exact thing. We got to worry about next year and the next year and the next year. He's not worried about winning right now because real GMs worry about winning right now because they have the pressure to. I need my safe word. I need my safe word. Steven says he is part of the team, Sky. He works on it like it's his baby. Oh. You don't think he likes the team? No, I, I likes the team. I mean, it's it's his business. So I think, he, of course, he likes the team. The Dallas Cowboys make the most money of any organization in sports. Win, lose, or draw. Hell yeah, he likes the team, man. Hell yeah, he likes the team. But do I think he's willing to do everything to go to that level? No. And the proof has been in the pudding. That's why I don't want. Uh, that's why I can't get behind him right now. I, I can't, man. I can't. I can't, brother. Uh, Unlitted Soul says Stevens made big mistakes with waiting two years too long. I know two years too long with Dak's contract overpaid both D Law and Coop by about twenty five percent because he waited too long. Though. Let's make sure that let's not get on that horrible Zeke con. Well, yeah, another thing. If you list all the good things he did, and then, you know, it's a whole lot of negatives, even at the time of those deals, right? As a fan, yes, I'm glad you got a chance to keep around Demarcus Lawrence because he's a damn good player, but you should have did that prior. Dak Prescott should have did that prior. I'm just saying, man, I, I would love to be wrong on him. And, and, and this way works, but it, 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 it hasn't. All I hear is, cat boy, cat boy, what you going to do? What you going to do when the cap come for you, cat boy, cat boy? That's all I hear when he talk. Worrying about the cap more than you worry about winning. Tell me I'm lying. We are close, and Steven is one reason. Damn. Yo, I'm stuck. Stephen White, you sure you ain't Stephen Jones? <laughs> you sure you ain't Stephen Jones over there, bro? I'm messing with you. But boy, you sound like Stephen. Are we close? We, we talked about doing trivia, Professor O. I got a trivia question for you that everybody knows. When's the last time the Dallas Cowboys have won multiple playoff games? I didn't even say NFC champ. Multiple playoff games in the postseason. Easiest trivia question ever. Now you tell me if 26 years of not doing that said thing is close. On what world is never advancing past the divisional round? Close. 
Close is got to the Super Bowl and we lost. Close is the the the, the Eagles in two thousand and what was it one to like four. They went to four consecutive NFC championship games, didn't get it done, but they went to, to that's close. Boy, the mighty have fallen if closes win one playoff game eight years apart, nine years apart, two in the last 26 years, three, whatever it is, <laughs> and never make it to the NFC Championship game. So I don't agree. I don't, I don't think Steven Jones has gotten the Cowboys close. What team was I worried about? What team was I worried about? This team. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys is the team I was worried about, Steven. That's the team I was worried about. So, and I don't, I don't want to turn this to bashing my guy, Stephen. He's an, an amazing fan. But he is one of the guys that supports Stephen Jones. And I'm not mad at that. I just genuinely do want to, I'm trying to talk this out with y'all Cowboys Nation. What has Stephen done positively to help the Dallas Cowboys get to the next level? I can't think of anyone that it, it wasn't from being backed into a corner. Which ultimately hurt the Dallas Cowboys more than it helped them. He's not a progressive thinking, forward thinking general manager guy, front office. He's not. He is stuck in the old ways. He claims he wants to be Patriots, but doesn't do what the Patriots do. People people think Bill Belichick just went out here and drafted people. No, he did. He did exactly what you what you're scared to do, Steve. And he went and got a Randy Moss. He went and got a Daryl Revis. He went and signed a Stephon Gilmore. Etc. Corey, De- I can keep going of, of free agents. He took a chance on. Oh, and when he said when he knew I wasn't going to bring so and so back, he didn't go into the media and talk about. Cat boy, cat boy, what you going to do? He didn't go into the media and do that. He said, Chandler Jones, we gonna get something for you. Keep to leave. We're gonna get something for you. Keep to leave another one. I don't know, man. Tired as dude. Prove me wrong, Steven. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Tom said the level of ego to try and be like Bill and saying your way is working. Is we, we said this at the top of the show. The arrogance. My Italian came out. The arrogance in this man. To sit up here with a smug on his face and say, oh, well, you know. Well, Steven, what do you think about the way the Rams did, did you know, did their work this year and, you know, won the Super Bowl? Ah, they, this is basically what he did in, in, in my people's talk. They aight. <laughs> Steven, Gotta laugh. Steven Jones, he said, the Rams, they aight. They did some good things. They won the Super Bowl, yeah. But there's many ways to do it. I know, Stephen. We've been talking about it here on this channel for plenty, plenty of weeks and months. There's there's many ways to do it, but you fail to attempt any of those other ways. They are right. Oh man, hilarious, hilarious. Let me tease tomorrow a little bit. I think tomorrow we're going to have Kyle Yeomans on uh, to talk some some combine, actual combine, not not Stephen Jones' interview, but actual combine the NFL draft. Don't hold me to it. Probably shouldn't tease uh, guests because 
things happen. But that is the plan to give .com, Kyle Yeomans, do it all uh, down here or down here <laughs> on here to talk NFL draft and to talk combine who we're looking forward to seeing most at the combine. I, for one, am looking at some of the defensive linemen, how they test. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to look at these wide receivers anyway. Probably going to have to look at some of these wide receivers. And while most of today's show was about Amari Cooper and his words on him, Demarcus Lawrence could be gone too. We'll talk about him tomorrow, but Demarcus Lawrence could be gone. So we'll be looking at those defense ends. Look, be looking at those defense ends. Uh, Tony says, "Haven't done anything but destroy the morale of the of being a Cowboys fan." Yeah, I feel like a nut sometimes. Somebody said it yesterday, man. You know, morale is definitely at an all-time low. And it's not because the team was 1-15. I would rather it have been that, to be honest with you. Because now you know you got to build, you got to start this thing over or whatever. And you got nowhere to go but up. I think morale was as low because you had a talented team and you, you refused to do certain things to get over that hump. Whether it be get out the way from the coaches. Whether it be make an extra move in the season to get over the hump. Um, whatever. And, and... Because it, it sounds like you're not going to do anything out of the norm that you've been doing over the last decade. So that's why the morale is low. That's why it's low. Hey, listen, I appreciate y'all for dealing with most of my... This is like a rant show. I didn't mean for it to be that way. Uh, but I also try to present it in a very... Uh, eloquent way, per se. Right? I didn't want to just come on here and rant. But... It kind of turned into that because that's what he does to me. He gets my blood boiling. I need my safe word. I'm about to just stop talking about one. Anytime I want to bring him up, just I'm about to get his shirt, Catboy shirt. <laughs> he can't help himself. He talk positive about about your running back, and he brings up Cap. He just can't help himself. He even said the cap is real. At the end of the day, the cap is real. That's what I really want to say to Stephen Jones. I can find it. Shut up! Say it again! Say something else! That's what I really oh. want to say. Say something else! Say something I, I promise you, I did not see that comment, Tom. He said, Sky, if you met him, what would you say? Shut up. Just shut up, man. He's not going to listen to me, right? He's not going he to listen to me about football operations. I would just advise him in a different way to be quiet. Just, 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 can you just let us have our hope, man? Just be quiet. I promise you, if he shut up, hope would rise back up in Dallas Cowboys land because that's just what naturally happens as the offseason rolls around. You get the football going preseason draft you know, it naturally rise but then he come out here and he get all you know he get all cowboy on it <laughs> i love y'all for putting up with me i really do i really do all right listen check out mauricio rodriguez later tonight a to z sports prime time gonna be a good show uh a to z sports dallas.com for all of our articles <laughs> i can't get through 
I'm a damn fool. If y'all can't realize that by now, I'm a damn fool, man. Whew. Uh, check out AtoZSportsDallas.com for all of our articles. They've been putting up some great stuff. I was going to feature one today, then this guy happened, so I didn't. But I'll probably feature one tomorrow um, on the roundup. So make sure y'all tune in for that tomorrow, about 8.15-ish or so. About 8.15-ish. And um, run this back. If you haven't ran it back, run it back. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Cast, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and you can check it out live on Facebook if you want to run it back uh, with that group, the A to Z Sports Dialers Facebook page, not a group or meta, whatever they call it. Hit us up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter as well. Ask Skywalker still and hit up all A to Z platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. If you want to run it back on Twitter, you can or here on YouTube. All right. Appreciate y'all for joining me. This has been a fantastic show. I didn't mean it for it to turn into a cat boy show. But he said a lot. Just read between the lines. Come to the understanding of what probably is or isn't going to happen. And I promise you, your feelings won't be hurt this offseason. We can just talk about what is. And it is what it is. Need to get that job. It is what it is. Love y'all, man. I should have played Catboy on the way out. Ah, y'all are, y'all are amazing. I love our team too, Steven. I love our team. Alright, man. I'll see y'all later. Y'all take it easy. We out of here. Peace. Shout out to Professor Rowe to my God. I want me some glory hope.